Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. much discussion among Christians about how to make the gospel accessible. How can we communicate it in a way that people in our culture can receive it? These are good conversations to have as culture is always evolving, but at the same time we need to remember that for all of our attempts to make the gospel relevant and accessible, it is ultimately still about a God who became a man and who died and rose from the dead. There is an element of the gospel that will always come back to faith, a trust in the impossible, if we are truly going to follow Jesus. Over the last few days of our verses, Paul has been sharing his testimony with the Roman governor Festus and the Jewish king Agrippa. He has now finished his testimony, and his story continues in Acts chapter 26, verses 24 through 32, which says, At this point, Festus interrupted Paul's defense. You're out of your mind, Paul, he shouted. Your great learning is driving you insane. I am not insane, most excellent Festus, Paul replied. What I am saying is true and reasonable. The king is familiar with these things, and I can speak freely to him. I am convinced that none of this has escaped his notice, because it was not done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe in the prophets? I know you do. Then Agrippa said to Paul, Do you think that in such a short time you can persuade me to be a Christian? Paul replied, short time or long, I pray to God that not only you, but all who are listening to me today may become what I am except for these chains. The king rose, and with him the governor and Bernice and those sitting with them. After they left the room, they began saying to one another, this man is not doing anything that deserves death or imprisonment. Agrippa said to Festus, this man could have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar. Throughout this discourse, Paul has been explaining himself logically, but as he gets to the part about Jesus' resurrection, Festus has had enough. You sound like a crazy person, he says. Visions of heaven and divine voices are one thing. Those things can be hard to argue from someone else's experience, even if you don't believe them. But the whole resurrection from the dead thing sounds crazy. You've studied yourself into insanity, Festus says. But Paul turns his attention back to the Jewish king. I know you believe in the prophets, he says. In other words, he's saying, I know you believe the Bible, King Agrippa. These prophets all pointed to Jesus. You should be able to see this if you believe God's word. But Agrippa is not ready to embrace Jesus yet. At the same time, everyone there acknowledges that Paul is an innocent man. He could have been set free, but now that he has appealed to Caesar, he is in the legal system, the wheels are in motion, and Paul can't be released. But as we have already seen, this has been God's will the whole time. Paul never was going to go free. He needs to go and preach in Rome. And so that's exactly what is going to happen according to the word and the will of the Lord. What looks like human error or Roman orders is really just a divine God pulling the strings, bringing about his will to spread this gospel across the whole world. For you to think about today, has there ever been a time when God took one of your mistakes or someone else's and used it for good? What were the circumstances and how did the good come? How did it all get turned around for good? What does that whole experience speak to you about who he is in your life? 